0: Hey guys, you're listening to the Art View 42 podcast, your resource for all things creative. We sit down and speak with today's leading contemporary artists where we dive into their lives and creative process. This episode is sponsored by Space 42, an art and technology community space located in Jacksonville, Florida. Their goal is to help foster culture of creativity and innovation right here in our community. Today I'm hanging out with Nicole Holderbaum, known to many as Nico. She's a Jacksonville, Florida-based artist, creative director, and youth empowerment enthusiast. She's the founder of the Jack's Kids Mural Project, a nonprofit that promotes community engagement, neighborhood beautification, and creative expression amongst today's youth. Nico is a truly amazing human being, and I'm so glad she's on the show today. Hey, Nico. Thank you so much for being on the show, and I'm so excited to I guess share with our listeners what you've been doing for the community and all the amazing things that you've been up to. So let's dive into your story a little bit. Splash. (laughs) Splash. Um, (laughs) Tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of how, how did you find this drive to do so much for the community? And can you explain some of that to us? Um, Yeah,
1: so I am an artist. Uh, I'm like most well known for my murals that I do around town. And um, I really got started doing the kids mural stuff because I wanted to participate in OneSpark in 2015. And I didn't really know like what I wanted to do exactly. I knew I wanted to like paint murals or do art, but wasn't really sure what direction to go in. So I met with Sean Thurston and just got some advice from him. And he basically said to do that, I should do something like greater than myself, something that would really, you know, serve a higher purpose. And I immediately thought of working with kids. And uh, so I made my project Art for Jacksonville's Youth and Beyond, which is like the worst name ever. But I just like, <laughs> I mean, even the Kids Mural Project, it's like I can't think of a better name yet. I don't know. I feel like one day it'll just come to me. But um, so. Basically, if I won, I was going to use the money to paint murals in schools. I was just going to paint them. And um, I didn't win, but I met, like, a lot of amazing people. And um, someone from the Parks and Rec Department actually approached me and asked me uh, to to do our programming for their summer program. And I guess I forgot to mention this, but for my Wands Park setup, I had, like, a really big mural that I was working on during the five-day festival. And then we had this wall... That was two-sided, freestanding, in the middle of the street next to our tent. And each day, we would paint it white and then do an outline, like how we do with the kids' murals, like a a coloring book, basically. And for that project, the zoo actually sponsored it, so it was all like endangered species that we did, so it was really cool. And throughout the day, kids would come and like paint it, color it in, and that was the first time we ever did the kids' mural at all. And so the Parks and Rec Department approached us saying that they wanted us to do that with the... Um, community summer programs that they had and so we did it with them and that was like my first time really experiencing poverty like firsthand and really like w- you know meeting kids and working with kids who are living in pro- poverty and it was really eye-opening and really inspired me to keep doing it and um, after working with the parks and rec department I heard about the spark grant from the cultural council and I wanted I came up with the idea to do the Kids Mural Festival where we brought out the freestanding walls. We had, like, five freestanding walls, all two-sided, and kids and families would come and paint them. It would just, like, be a day of mural painting for the kids. So I did that. We got the grant. We were able to do the festival four times, which was, like, way too many times in one year. It was insane, but it went really well. And But even before the first festival, I, like knew that the kids that I was working with, um, you know, in these impoverished areas of our community, like probably wouldn't be able to go to the festivals, you know, for a variety of different reasons. So immediately I was already kind of planning and trying to come up with a way that I could bring the the mural project to them. So I started an outreach program where I was just kind of like doing GoFundMe and stuff like that for, um, each one and we went to a couple different schools and painted on panels with the kids. And um, then we finished the kids mural festivals, all four of them, and by that time I had heard of another grant from PNC Arts Alive and for that one I submitted a plan to do the kids mural project where we would go to 37 schools in one year and paint murals in all the schools with the kids. And I thought 37 was like reasonable. I was like, yeah, that's like totally reasonable. But it was insane. We did, we did 31
0: murals and like it was exhausting. What's been the biggest hurdle for you since starting the project? Like what's been the hardest thing? Um, It really mm. hasn't
1: been hard. I mean, I guess I just like learn along the way. I just, I feel like, you know, it's, It's just meant to be like everything Mm -hmm. has kind of um, fallen in line with this project. You know, everything I want to do with this project just kind of comes to me or like happens.
0: It seems like you are the type of person who like jumps in head first and Mm -hmm. you're just like, I'm going to figure this out. So it seems like there's been a lot of avenues that this whole Jack's Kids mural project has kind of taken in the community and maybe it's kind of morphed into like, a different thing or a smaller thing, but it's all kind of the same concept, which is using the medium of murals and paint to allow kids to express themselves and kids that may have never had an opportunity to do things like that. But like for you as an artist, when you were dreaming up this idea was this something that you thought would ever become as big as it has or is this just like oh hey this is like a creative expression kind of thing that I'd like to explore but like has it taken over you being a solo artist or do you feel like it's added to it does that make sense yeah uh that's a good question like are you running an art business you know what I mean as Nico are you running The Jack's Kids Mural, or for you, is it kind of just like a blur of the same? Um, It's, I really
1: haven't been focusing on myself for a couple years. You know, I've been dedicating myself to this project, and then there was another project that I was working on for, like, a year and a half that I, like, gave my all to and really was a more, if anything, just a learning experience for me. But, um, yeah, I've really just been focusing on the Kids Mural Project and just, like, You know, when I first started doing it, I was like, oh yeah, murals with kids, like it'll be fun, it'll be cool. And I like knew that it was special and knew that it was important. But like the more that I've done it and the longer we've been doing it for, like the more I understand and realize like its importance and the impact that it can have on our community. You know, for me now, I think that like this project and what I'm doing and what we're doing can completely transform the future of our city if it's done right. So that's really what empowers me to move forward. You know, everything that's going on in our our country and our world, it's like overwhelming, you know. And sometimes it feels like what's the point? You know, like why even care? Just like, you know, live for yourself, live selfish selfishly, but you know, you have to think about future generations. And like I want to have kids, and if I like if I had kids and like wasn't doing something that was actually going to impact the future, then I would feel guilty, like, bringing children into a world like this. It's, like, going in such a negative direction, it feels like. In terms of having, like, a solo career, when you asked me, like, what my biggest challenges were with the Kids Mural Project, there aren't, I don't have, like, challenges with that. Like, that is, like, the easiest thing for me, and, like, it just comes so naturally for me, and I really don't have frustrations with it. Um, I think, like, within that, I'm still learning how to, like, the psychology of dealing with kids and, like, the psychology of empowering kids and education and everything because it's a really, like, difficult uh, road to travel on, you know. I mean, the kids I'm working with in particular are kids that are living in poverty and kids that are, like, stressed and have anxiety and have, you know, depression at such a young age and, like, have no hope, you know, and it's, like, something that I didn't experience when I was younger And they, because of, like, the the situation that they're in and the life that they live, they are a different type of child than, you know, how I was when I grew up or, like, the kids that I've, you know, had experience with in the past. So it's, like, really interesting learning how to work with those kids and, like, what best way to empower them because a lot of the times they have issues, you know, that stem from their life at home that you have to take into consideration when you're talking to them and stuff but beyond that um, my biggest difficulty is developing my personal career to a point where I don't have to take commission jobs anymore and I don't have to force myself to paint murals that I don't care about at all like I've been doing that for so long just to pay my bills and I feel like dead inside you know Mm -hmm. like I just feel creatively dead and so I've really kind of shifted like at the beginning of this year I was like okay I have to change something you know I have to really start focusing on my like personal vision and my my personal like creative like kind of like you've done mm-hmm. you've
0: like totally like dove, dove just like dived. find an out yeah just yeah. Like, found an outlet to do it a little bit differently that fulfills you it yeah. makes you feel like
1: I don't know. Fulfilled. I think it's as just a creative like,
0: person. yeah. Creating was like the thing mm-hmm. that like I was missing. Cause I'm like, okay, my thing is like, I need to make things.
1: Creating without limitations like yeah. creating from your soul. Cause like you can create, but be creating for other people or for somebody else. And it's like, at that point it's like, you know, it's just, I don't feel like I'm serving my purpose as no. an artist on this earth. You know, like I definitely feel like I'm serving my purpose inspiring the youth and like working in the community and helping to uplift the community but I just like realized how important it is for me to have the opportunity to like create my own personal work and express my personal vision and I do feel like I've gotten to a point where I have like a unique style and a style that like I makes me feel good like Mm -hmm. when I finish a painting I feel really good about it and for a while I never really felt that way I was like eh, like it's okay but want to keep moving forward so I'd say like that's probably been the most difficult thing for me
0: and what themes have you been exploring lately in your art
1: so um kind of just like a reflection of my life and like my inner issues that I have you know and like the biggest thing is turning chaos into beauty so like starting with just like a chaotic like image or picture and just like um you know turning it into, like, a final product that's, like, a beautiful, pleasing image and kind of, like, trying to do that same thing with my life and then always, like, wanting to push push the boundaries and, like, push, um, you know, with being an artist, like, it's always about doing something different, doing something that no one's ever done before, so as a street artist, I've been trying to figure out, like, where I fit in and I feel like I've kind of found a style that sets me apart and, I guess that would really be, like, um, perspective. So, like, really kind of close-up, drastic images of, like, portraits. I really like portraits, so I like taking pictures of my own subjects and, like, having, like, contrast, um, contrasting light, like, just to make it, like, a unique um, lighting and then really zooming in on it to make it just, like, a perspective that you've never really seen before, at Mm -hmm. least as a mural,
0: you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Because I like as a photographer, I always see things like close up and detail to me as like everything. A lot of her themes are women, flowers, Mm -hmm. kind of like feminine identity. Yeah. And like, I I think it resonates now. And to me, it feels like super current. And like what you're doing to me is like really expressive of like where women are going and what we're doing Mm -hmm. and like allowing women to be feminine even if maybe outwardly we don't always appear super mm-hmm. feminine like that's how I represent yeah. where, like I'm kind of a tomboy I'm kind of an artist yeah. I'm kind of like whatever but like I still like feminine things like I love millennial pink like I hope it oh never my God, goes I know. away <laughs> I'm obsessed with pink and exactly like you said like I'm like a tomboy like yeah. I was
1: actually having a conversation yeah. with these two girls at this workshop I did at the library in the makerspace space. And they were talking about, like, they were like, I'm, like, half tomboy and half girly girl. Yeah. And I was like, what am I? They're like, tomboy. Yeah, tomboy. <laughs> like, definitely. I was like, okay, but, like, on the
0: inside, I'm pink. <laughs> how is it being, like, I don't want to go here, but if you want to go here, we can. Like, how is it being a female in, like, a to me, a world, like, street art, which is dominated by men, like, yeah. do, have you felt any challenges from that space, or, like, able to represent yourself in a way, what's, like, like, to me, mur- like, doing murals are very, like, taxing on your body, and mm-hmm. it's, like, hard work, oh God, it's so, exhausting. so, like, you know, have you found any challenges by, like, choosing that as, like, your medium, like, what? honestly, <laughs> no, um, I haven't at all, ever, that's awesome, experienced it, yeah,
1: it's good, I mean, and I've like worked alongside like international artists, and like it, I've never felt like inferior ever. Mm-hmm. I've never felt like and it had I've never had like an unfair situation. But I think that like I definitely acknowledge the issues that that go on in the in all different sort of um, professional realms of society. But I have this like mindset, and I think it's like what has helped me become successful this far and it's that like I
0: like nothing can stop me like Mm -hmm. no matter what yeah where does that come from because I'm kind of the opposite of that like I'm way more like doubtful doubtful more of like a perfectionist where it's like if it's not perfect I don't always want to put it out and I've gotten a lot better but like there are people who are just relentless and they're just like no this is what I'm supposed to do and like It's hard for me to do it. So, like, I admire people like you, but, like, where does that come from?
1: Um, So when I I was, like, in high school, I went to art school in high school, actually, and I at no point thought of myself as an artist or, like, thought that I would move forward in, like, a career as an artist, and that was partially because I was kind of taught or, like, believed that there's no money in art or whatever, and my art teachers didn't really, like cater to me too much but that's probably because I didn't express myself in a way that made them believe that I was somebody that actually like cared to progress my career you know I'm sure they probably catered to those individuals more but I was never like exposed to the idea that you could be a professional successful artist and have this like amazing life and do whatever you want you know I thought I was just like whatever I just didn't pursue it and then I so I went to school up here at UNF because I wanted to come to Jacksonville so I could continue surfing. Cause that's like my, that's like all I cared about in high school was surfing. And so I did that. I went to UNF and I was studying like to be a physical therapist or something. And I was like taking what? chemistry and anatomy. And I was like, yo, what I cannot do this. Like my brain does not work this way. Chemistry was so hard. It was just, and I, but I mean, this is kind of going on another riff here, but Um, one of the biggest reasons we, I do the kids morale project is because I believe that like our standard education system doesn't cater to creative or expressive kids. So kids grow up, creative kids grow up with this like super insecurity because they just like believe that since they're not good at math or science or reading that they're worthless. So that's like one of the big reasons I do this because I want to show them that they can't, they're worthy of greatness. Um, but I went to school at UNF, and I was, like, the last – I, like, changed my major a couple of times, and the last thing I was studying was I wanted to be a Spanish professor because I really liked, like, the education, psychology of education. And then also I was, like, fluent in Spanish because I'd gone to Costa Rica so many times and, like, stayed there for months and just, like, learned Spanish. And, and then I had a rough semester, so I moved back home, and I got a job as an office manager for a chiropractor – well, for two chiropractors in South Florida. And my direct boss was just, like, he's just, like, this amazing guy who is like, super um, progressive and, like, spiritual and always, like, really forward-thinking. And he taught me about the law of attraction. And he taught me about the secret. And he taught me about, like, you know, anything you could read in a self-help book, he taught me. And it was, like, it was different than reading it out of a book. You know, it was, like, your friend – teaching you these things and I kind of realized that I had like an affinity for art and that I should focus on that and then I learned from him that the most important part of any of this is having unwavering faith that you can do whatever you want to do and that you will succeed so I just like just I was like you know writing in journals um, doing affirmations and it just like became a belief that like I can do whatever I want. Like it's so funny. I've been thinking a I love lot that.
0: Lately about that. I've read the secret. No, I practice law of attraction. Yeah. Like totally. You can like, manifest. I'm things. not I'm not the best at it. Like I'm not like wavering, but I'm like way closer than I used to be. Especially when you're doing new things like a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a photographer. I'm not a podcaster, yeah. but like who gives a fuck? Like mm-hmm you know who cares like it doesn't matter like you can just do something because you want to do it and just like put it out there
1: I've been thinking a lot about like (laughs) really so there's this there's this old Kmart at the beach that closed a while ago and um my boyfriend was telling me that there's like these people that want to develop it and turn it into apartments and I'm like no So I have this like dream that I want to like buy it and turn it into like a roller rink and like make it this like really cool roller rink with like an art gallery and like, you know, I just like go off on these tangents sometimes in my mind with like all these crazy different ideas. So I have to like stay focused. But it's I was just thinking today I was like, damn, like I really believe I could make that happen if I wanted to. And it's good to have that
0: about you, though.
1: I mean, you have to have unwavering faith, but you also have to know that sometimes when you're trying to manifest something, it'll come in an hour, it'll come in a week, it'll come in a year, it'll come in two years. You just have to, like, trust that it'll come.
0: But you also ask for things a lot, which I think is really hard, and, like, it's something I struggle (laughs) with, because, like, I'm more shy and maybe, like, not, I'm an introvert, completely, but, like you know, I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother somebody or like, you know, what if they say no or, you know, and that's like, but if you think about it from like a psychology level, like you've already failed. Like if you think that way, like Mm -hmm. then it's done, but it's like, there's a
1: million million excuses you can make, mm -hmm. but you just have to know when you're asking people for stuff like Just know that, like, if they ever ask you for something, you got to do it. Mm -hmm. And I just know, like, anyone I ask for help, like, if they ever ask me for anything, I would do it to the best of my ability. Mm -hmm. So you just have to, like, I I don't know, that's how I see it. I definitely think that I'm, like, really forward and I probably ask for too much sometimes from people. But, I mean, you got to at least try. (laughs) And if you get no's, then that's fine. But you got to get used to
0: getting no's, you know? Like, when planning... So, yeah, how many no's, I mean... What's been, like, have you had, like, an instance where, like, you've gotten a big no and it's, like, maybe pushed you in a different direction?
1: Um, there have been some no's that I've gotten that were kind of, like, major bummers, but there's always a solution. There's always a, like, anytime I get a no, I'm like, okay, how can we, like, what, so how can we, like, still make this happen? Like, Do you believe that everything happens for a reason? Yeah, for sure, fully, like, 1,000%. And that's another thing that, like, helps keep me moving forward. Like, you can't linger too much on something or get too upset about something because you just, like, have this inherent understanding of the fact that that thing happened for a reason. And then whatever is meant to happen, like, will happen, and you just have to, like, have faith in that.
0: And Do you feel like you found, like, your purpose in life
1: yet? Um, I don't know. I don't know.
0: All I know is like what I want to do
1: right now, which is, which is continue working on my personal art, really get experimental this year and just like explore and create really personal stuff.
0: Um, And then I want to do the kids mural project. That seems to be a big part of your time, like your time commitment for that. Um, do you have other people helping you run the Jax Kids Mural Project?
1: I've had a couple different like assistants, and um, that has been a really interesting experience for me. And it's it's really frustrating, and sometimes I get really scared about like manageable growth and have I want I do want to build a team, but I think my my, my biggest like difficulty or hurdle that I need to to cross right now is learning how to be a manager and learning how to figure out who to trust and, like, how to be a leader and how to talk to those people and how to overcome problems and, like, maintain relationships without developing, like, resentment or hate, just, like, developing, like, mutual respect. So that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out now.
0: Would you ever consider, like, bringing on, like, a partner or somebody who's, like, maybe more skilled in some of those areas to kind of, like, take the load?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I just had a really great meeting, like I was saying, with the Boys and Girls Club. Um, my friend Wyatt Parley, he um, is a big part of the Space Gallery, and he is the, I guess, more or less the art director for Boys and Girls Club of Northeast Florida. And their, their president is really interested in doing stuff with us, doing murals, etc., and kind of expanding their art program. So they've basically kind of reached out to me to help with that. And everything that they want to do comes in perfect alignment with everything mm-hmm. that I want to do these next two years. So my plans have basically like morphed into a complete collaboration with them. Which I feel like is that just sounds a like... manifestation of what I need. Because they're yeah. such a successful organization. And th- they, they doing so well. That is doing exactly what I ideally want to do. I mean... I don't even want to get on like on the level that they operate. That's insane. So I feel like over the next couple of years, I'm going to learn a lot from working with them. So again, it's just another meant to be thing, you know, like I have these issues that come up and then I have the the universe is like, okay, well, here you go. Mm
0: -hmm. This is how
1: you're going to learn working with this like super successful organization. And so
0: kind of a weird question, but (laughs) what keeps you going? Like, I feel like you are just the person that keeps going, 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 going. Like, where do you get this energy to just keep making, creating, giving, (sighs) loving, sharing, experiencing? Like, it's It's just so funny that you ask that. Like, so much. My
1: friend Jose asked me yesterday, he's the owner of the event space that we're doing in Orlando, he's like, where do you get this energy? And I'm like, I don't have energy. Like, I am so tired all the time. Like, (laughs) I just want to lay in bed all day. But but you don't. I want to succeed. I want to do the things I want to do. Yeah. And like, I'm not balling. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I have to pay bills. Mm -hmm. I have to still hustle. And like, I'm still learning along the way, you know, like money management, et cetera, life management. And so like, paying bills is still a motivation, you know? And I just like, I have dreams and I want to like travel the world. I want to be like, you know, frequent, frequently visiting New York, frequently visiting Miami, LA, just constantly creating. And I know that I have to like hustle as hard as I can so that I can one day have that, you know?
0: No, I, yes. (laughs) I mean, I completely understand. Um, Last question. So what are your goals? What's your big dream for the future? Is there something that you've just like, this is what I have to accomplish? Or do you have anything that you've kind of been conjuring up for a while? So
1: I don't have something I've been conjuring for a while. I kind of just...
0: Like what does success look
1: like to you? So success is like right now, currently success is having the Kids Mural Project like operate on a level that basically enables me to get all my bills paid with like no worries but also like serve the community in on a level that will have an impact on the future of our community and then I have like other things I'm working on you know like I really like fashion you know I'm not the best at dressing or like I'm not the most fashionable person but I really like fashion I love contemporary fashion and I have a clothing line that I've uh been working on trying to kind of build on it's an ethical like sustainable clothing line like all recycled clothing so all thrifted stuff that is hand painted and it's called painted and like a portion of the proceeds from the line will go to benefit the kids mural project so it like kind of goes hand in hand but another big thing about the clothing line is that I want to do collaborative lines with different creative people around the country so if I have like I have friends in New York that I want to go and collaborate with. So ideally, I'd like to go to New York for a month and just like work in a studio space up there with that person developing a line. And that person, so I said a portion of the proceeds goes to the Kids Mural Project, which a portion of it always will. But for these individual lines that I do with these creative people, they get to design the, a grant. And a portion of the proceeds from their specific line goes to fund a grant program that they get to design. So if they're a photographer, for example, they can create a grant, one grant, three grants, whatever they want to do, you know, at at any amount of money, like two $500 grants, one $1,000 grant. And like, it could be a travel grant, you know, like a grant to like people can apply and they Mm -hmm. can get the grant and that enables them to like travel and take photos. So that's kind I of need like, that grant. I know. <laughs> so it's like another way of serving the community, but in a way that I get to be traveling and working with creative people and experiencing the world and feeding my creative soul at the same time.
0: I love that it seems like everything you do, it always has this give back. Like there's this really like this energy that comes from you to serve the community. And mm-hmm. I think there's not enough people like you. It's weird. We I just it's more... hard for me to be selfish. We need more Nikos seriously, because it's like, I need more Nikos. I need a Nico
1: assistant. I need a Nico like answering my emails. Maybe somebody on the podcast walking my dog. Nico
0: is looking for an assistant. So (laughs) if you're listening to this podcast, reach out. Um, with that, what, like, what is the best way for people to connect with you and to learn more about the, the mural project?
1: Um, so I, the best way right now, I have a kids mural project group on facebook and that the best thing about a group is that everyone in the group gets an update anytime i post in there whereas on the facebook page or the instagram because of the stupid algorithms right you know not that many people see it and therefore like when i post on facebook saying hey i need help with this like school mural on this date like right you know nobody's going to see it, but if i post it in the group Everyone gets a notification. Always, I always get a response, and I always get people to help. So it's the
0: Jacks Kids Mural
1: Group on Facebook.
0: Yeah, I'll link it. I'll definitely link. Yeah, that I'll one give you below. the link to it because
1: it's kind of weird. Because when you do search on Facebook, like the the regular page pops up, and then the group page pops up. Got so it. I might have to change the name to make it more like easily accessible. But, yeah, or, I mean, you can always follow us on Instagram, DM me. It has been difficult because a lot of people do reach out to me and say, like, I really want to be a part of this, but it's, like, hard for me to consolidate all those people. Like, I I can't remember to, like, individually email all these different people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, like, easier to if I can just do it on the Facebook group page.
0: That makes it a lot easier for me. Okay, so we'll for sure link the Facebook group page below. And then your Instagram, your personal Instagram Mm -hmm. is... At Nico, say it. You got it. Suave? Is it Nico Swavelicious. Swavelicious. Oh shoot! I
1: made it so long ago before I thought I would be taken seriously by anyone. Well, so. maybe it's time.
0: <laughs> maybe we need to like change it to Nico Holderbaum. No, no, just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, I'll link her Instagram below as well. And if you guys have any um, questions for her, make sure to reach out. She's really active on Instagram. She definitely answers DMs. She does a lot of stories, so. Make sure that you follow her there. Is there anything else you want to add? Just believe in yourself. Believe.
1: (laughs) Manifest. Manifest. It works.
0: It does work. Thank you, Nico. Thanks so much for chatting with us today. (laughs) I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. I'm so glad I had the chance to talk with Nico and learn more about her projects and what's happening with her going forward. If you want to connect with us and learn more, head over to www.artview42.com or follow us on Instagram at ArtView42. Before we sign off today, please leave a review and share us with your friends. Until next time, thanks for tuning in.